We are supported by Canva. When your work looks good, you look good. So make sure you create stunning presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos with Canva. It's a must for your professional life and so easy to use. Just grab one of their designer-made templates or use the power of AI to generate something in seconds. Then add what you need. You can even pull images, graphs, and more from their massive library, and boom, you're done. I have a few friends who've used it for fun, like, invitations or itineraries, and it does look so professional and nice. Yeah, it's clean and classy. And the best part, you need zero design experience to get a really high-end looking product out of it. And 90% of Fortune 500 companies trust Canva to help them get the job done. Get your work done and make it look good with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com, C-A-N-V-A.com, designed for work. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank, USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval, terms apply. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Armchair Anonymous. I'm Dan Rather. I'm joined by Anonymous Padman. Anonymous Padman. <laughs> well, you were going to call me Diane Sawyer? I was. Wow. Top of mind because my Mike Nichols book, oh. he's courting her right now oh, in the wow. book. Yes. Romance for the ages. Oh, God. Oh, my God. A couple of fucking powerhouses. That's not our prompt, powerhouses. Although- One day. Earmark that. Powerhouse. <laughs> Tell us about a time that you were a powerhouse couple. Mm. Mm. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Listen, this one is about worst trips to the US of A, which was really fun because we got to talk to people from another country. International listeners. And these were so fun. One of them was so funny. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. One of them's got some twists and turns. So funny. Great storyteller. This is a good batch. Everyone can listen. Yeah, I'm I trying to think. think if there's any of the four that you can't listen yeah. to. No, you can listen to all of them. Okay. Right. There's no talks of first class lounge buffets going sideways or anything we like that. We should have said you can't listen to the fact check from a couple of weeks ago or last week or whatever. The one we just did? Yeah. <laughs> from next week and last week? Yeah. Okay. Please enjoy this episode of Armchair Anonymous, Bad Trips to the U.S. of A. Hard times come and go. Good times take them slow. Hello. Hello. Hi. You can hear us. I can hear you. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. I can. Moritz, where are you uh, calling us from? Very close to Stuttgart, Germany. Oh. oh, okay. And are you German? I'm German. Yes. Well, it's so nice to have you on the show. Yeah. We've never heard terrible trips to the U.S. Not hard to imagine how that could happen. We're excited and we're going to try not to be defensive. Yeah, we're going to try not to be defensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, thank you. It's so surreal to see you because I hear you all the time, but I'll start. <laughs> oh, please. We had twins in the beginning of 2018 and we're planning a parental leave to do a vacation in the U.S. because my wife has family in Georgia. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we were planning on flying to Miami and then a, a trip with a motorhome oh. on the west coast of Florida to Georgia and stay there with the family for a few days and then fly back. So we have the luxury in Germany to have parental leave. My wife had this month off. I had the month off. It was November of 2018. So Moritz, really quick, I love this plan that you're going to do some motorhoming in the U.S., is that something that seems bizarrely American, this whole motorhome culture? Not at all. Actually, oh. we own a motorhome. Oh, <laughs> oh you do? Okay, wow. in Germany you do. Yeah, we do. We just came back on Saturday night from three weeks in France. So we are motorhome people. Oh, wonderful. Great. But the great country of the U.S., which is vastly bigger than anything we have here, that was a kick for us. And so we thought, okay, let's try this. Should be good fun with the kids. 
So we had to book a hotel or an Airbnb before we can step on the motorhome just for two or three days. I think it's for the authorities so they can have an address to mm. look for you. And so we went there from the airport and the flight was actually fine. We were a little nervous about the flight because the girls were then 10 months old. Oh, oh. yeah. And two of them. <laughs> Double the threat. <laughs> But it was fine. We went to the Airbnb. We had our first day there just do a little shopping, settling in. And the plan was to go on the third day to go to the rental company, get the motorhome, and then take off. So we were there the second night, and the first daughter started vomiting oh, all over the place. Uh oh, boy. It was really bad, actually. <laughs> then it kept happening. And then we were kind of concerned what to do. So we went to an urgent care center, which was nearby the place we stayed. They said, hmm, we don't really know, but with small kids, they could dehydrate, so it's better to get to the ER. So we said, okay, it was late at night, but what else would you do? So we went to the ER, classical ER stuff. We waited and waited and waited, and then we got into a doctor's room, and they were very nice, very patient. They said to us, she has very low vitals, so we have to do a few tests. We have to give her an IV. We have to monitor her overnight. So oh, we said, geez. okay, my wife stays with her. I'm going back to the Airbnb with the other one. That was the first day. So far, so good. Oh, God. <laughs> Somewhere in between that, I called our insurance company because in Germany, we have general health insurance. But if you go somewhere outside the EU, it's better if you have an extra health insurance, especially for the US, because the US system is so different than the European systems. So we did that. We booked an insurance policy for this exact month beforehand. So I called them. They said, hmm, can't find your name. Oh, no. And I said, yes, I know we booked this because my wife is a very good planner. So <laughs> I know we have that. She sent me a photo of the letter. This is the policy. This is the number. And they said, we can't find that. <gasps> What? It was late at night in Germany then. So we said, okay, let's try something tomorrow. Me and the other kid, we went back to the hospital the next day to visit They said, yeah, they have to do some more tests because the vitals were going up and down. They were kind of concerned, and we were too, of course. And they said, you have to test for diabetes because she can't keep the glucose level. That's going to take two or three days. And we said, okay, yeah, that's our first week canceled, I guess. But oh, okay, geez. maybe it works. This is awful. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In another country, in the hospital. And, and oh. I'm so stressed about the insurance me situation. Me too, me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I think that's Because gonna... it's not cheap to spend the night at the hospital. hospital. Yeah. While we were visiting, someone from the accounting from the hospital came up to our room and very politely took me to the side and said, did you figure something out with your insurance company? I said, I'm trying to. We really have this. I showed her the letter, but it's in German, so she understandably oh, didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> She told me, okay, if you want your wife and your daughter to stay, you have to do a down payment or something. Oh. I said, okay, I understand. Maybe I can get that back later with my insurance companies. I think it was the first thousand dollars. So this goes on for two or three days. They do a lot more tests. They have a lot more doctors coming. Then they said, with the insurance company, it doesn't really work. So you have to do another down payment. Mm. I said, okay, how high? What are, we, what are we talking about? They said, we would like to see 5,000. Oh, oh, God. Boy. Yeah. Because of all the tests. And they were very nice. I'm not blaming them. And it was a great hospital. We felt cared for, but it was kind of weird. Because in Germany, you have a card for your insurance, and that's all you know. That's all you give a hospital, and yeah. that's it. Right. Yeah. They do all the rest. You're not negotiating fees no. per day. Yeah. <laughs> and then paid 5,000. Oh. And then they said, okay, she's stable now. If you want to, you can take her home. All the while, I had to book another Airbnb because <sighs> the one we stayed before had another renter. I picked a place somewhere I really didn't know where, but it was big enough. It was very expensive because it was last minute. Oh. Mm. <laughs> That piled up as well. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. As we now know, it wasn't in the best neighborhood of Miami. We went there for the last time to pick them up. My daughter was feeling very much better and my wife was feeling okay. And we didn't really know what it was. It wasn't diabetes. It wasn't the regular kind of stuff. So they said it has to be a virus. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. It turns out it was just a $90,000 virus. Oh <laughs> <laughs> When we picked them up, the very nice and polite 
accountant came and said, okay, you're leaving. We didn't figure this out with your insurance company, which I tried all the time and they tried and it didn't work. They said, if you want to leave, you have to pay another 3000 Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> of course, we want to leave. So, of course, credit card, 3000 Oh, so you're at 9000 so Yeah, far. about 9000 yes. Oh. And then as we went to leave, I felt like, hmm, my stomach hurts now. Oh, <laughs> this is not real. <laughs> I go to the bathroom. Of course, I projectile vomit oh, all over the place. My oh my god! I come out. My wife looks at me and says, "No." I say, "Yes, <laughs> yes." <laughs> we won't stay there. A, it's a children's hospital. B, it's pretty expensive to be in the hospital. <laughs> We're going back to the Airbnb place. We had to stop two times so I can puke on the shoulder of the highway. Oh. oh. It's kind of a blur, but my wife said it was four to five days as well. <gasps> In the bad neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of felt better on day four or five. So I helped my wife put the kids down. I gave the second twin the formula and of course, oh, everything went out God. again. And this goes on for three or four days. No one's really healing. At this time, it was our plan to have another rental car and then just drive to her family and that's it. But then, of course, it was my wife's turn after that. So oh. we were there three weeks. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Doing nothing but being in the hospital oh. and being in the Airbnb. Oh, oh my oh. God. Oh, man. We were lucky because we have some friends in Miami. So they brought us food. They helped us where they could help without being too close to us. Yeah, you're using the word lucky loosely. But yeah. yes, that was yeah. nice of your friends. I don't know if you're lucky. And then we drove up to my wife's family, stayed there for a couple of days because we had our flight back to Germany. And then when we landed in Germany a few weeks later, a big letter came from the hospital with the bill. So it was about $32,000 on top of the already... No! The nine. The nine that we already paid. Our insurance company told us in the end, they filed our form wrong. They should have done the month of November, but they filed the month of December. Oh, boy. They said it was our fault. There's no fault in their system whatsoever. So... We didn't pay anything more than what we paid in the hospital directly. Yeah. And it went to our lawyer, to a court somewhere. We don't know what they negotiated in the end. But that was our glorious paradigm for oh. leave in the U.S. Oh, <laughs> oh no. my Lord. That That's is such a nightmare. Terrible. Oh. Also so stressful because for the first five days, you think something's really wrong yeah, you're with scared. your baby. Yeah. yeah. And just oh. when that passes, you go to a scary neighborhood and then ah. you stay there for another two weeks. And then you look at your credit card bill and then you get a real pop out fright. Oh, that's real scary. Have you been back? Yeah, of course. Many times. Oh, oh good. good. I feel like you need a redo of that yeah. vacation. Just think if you would have gone into it saying, I'm going to blow nine grand on this trip. I'm going to get myself a big class A motorhome. You could have gotten like a Prevost or oh, a, wow. a new yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was too scared to add up all the things we paid <laughs> because the motorhome I had to cancel, of course. It was last minute, so they didn't refund us. Oh. Very pricey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have gone to the Maldives or something probably for yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. weeks. <laughs> Oh, wow. It's great meeting you, and yes. we're very flattered that you're listening in Germany. This is delightful. Yes. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's eye-opening, and it's very entertaining. Thank you. Thank you. I really hope all your remaining trips here are much different. <laughs> Whenever you're in Germany, let me know. Okay, lovely. We have great hospitals, and they're not that pricey. <laughs> and you got Porsche right down the road. Yes. Yes, that's worth the trip. <laughs> all right, great Thank meeting you. you. Auf Wiedersehen. Oh, yeah, I snuck that oh, in there. You, really you must have been impressed that I didn't do any German before that. Yeah, I am. It took all my uh, self-restraint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was tempted oh. to ask him how much his pullover was. <laughs> his oh, pulley. Oh, my God. Holy that smokes. Is that is the nightmare of all nightmares. So it was just a stomach bug. Yes. And what shitty timing that they didn't all just get it at once. That they went one after another. I hope he was is a drinker. Like, I hope he was able to drink his way through a lot of that. I didn't get that vibe. I didn't either. Hello? Oh my God, is this real? <laughs> <laughs> is this Nicolette? That's right. That's my name. <laughs> oh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Where are you at? I'm from Melbourne, Australia. 
Oh, uh, fun. This is so fun because normally at the beginning of each of these, we ask, where are you at? And it's always like- Idaho. Yeah, boring places. So this is so fun. Are you in Melbourne? I sure am. So it's currently 3 a.m. <laughs> oh. Do you, oh, shit. Oh, my God. We uh, didn't you, even think about that. Do you love Daniel Ricardo? Look, I'm not the biggest F1 fan, sure. but I can appreciate him. He's awesome. He's gorgeous, right? He's so charming. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, already meeting you and seeing how wonderfully cheerful you are, it breaks my heart already that you would have had a bad trip here, but I can't <laughs> wait to hear how it went awry. Okay. So this happened in 2010, so quite a few years ago. And it was our first ever family overseas holiday. So it was with my parents and my two younger brothers. So I was 18 at the time. My brother Dean was 16 and my little brother Jason was about to turn 14. So we were so excited. And the main reason we were going was to visit family we had in Florida. Really quick. We've only talked to one other person for this prompt and they too went to Florida. It's so already Florida. I'm, I'm a little, <laughs> I'm already a little nervous about people <laughs> making that their destination. Were you guys going to go to Orlando, to Disney World? Funnily enough, they lived close to Orlando, but we went to Disneyland in LA instead. Oh. Okay. They go to Disney World all the time. They were a bit sick of it, to be honest. Sure. That's not where the story is set, actually. Okay. So the story happened in San Francisco. You traveled all over. You went to Florida, but then you went all over. Exactly right. So Florida was just one of the locations. We went to LA and then San Fran. When we arrived in San Fran, we were quite shocked by all the homeless people around. It was really sad and we'd never experienced anything like that before. And one of the nights, actually, mum and I were followed back to our hotel by a homeless man. So we were really scared. <laughs> On one of the days, my parents had decided that we'd do a bus tour throughout the city to get our bearings and see all the main sites. This bus was like this big double-decker bus. So we didn't really have many of them where I'm from. So we were so excited. We run, of course, to the very top, to the very front. We wanted the best seats in the house. On this particular day, it was quite overcast, a bit rainy. So we were the only ones at the top. Awesome. <laughs> I was at the front with my brother Dean and then Jason was next to my mum. My dad was somewhere downstairs with the bus driver. Let's just call him Greg, just for the story. Really quick, are we calling your dad Greg or the bus driver bus Greg? Driver. No, the bus driver. Oh, okay, 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 Greg <laughs> yeah. the bus driver. Yeah. I just want to be clear. Yeah. All right. Greg was like this 60 to 70-year-old man. So lovely, super knowledgeable, knew all his stuff. He was doing a really good job of talking us through the sites. So as we're driving around... We're like coming across this bridge. So it looks like we're going to drive under this bridge, right? And I thought to myself, it looks a bit low. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Clearly Greg knows what he's doing, right? Absolutely. You would imagine he does the same route nonstop. Exactly right. Then we're getting closer and it's definitely too low. <gasps> I duck. So does Dean. Jason ducks. My <gasps> mum doesn't move. Oh. Mom stays still. Because <laughs> yeah. she's an optimist or because she's not paying attention? Both. Okay. Let's just say. <laughs> okay, great, great. <laughs> so Jason's turned and realized she's not moving. <gasps> so he pulls her down. Unfortunately, it was a tad late. So on her way down, her head clips the side of the concrete bridge. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my Lord. At the same time, there were these, like, side rails on the top of the bridge. They also collide with the bridge, and they snap backwards and snap off and cause, like, a jolt on the bus. So... Obviously, Greg's realized that because he felt that jolt and he stops and then reverses the bus immediately. So we all get off. Mum's okay. She's a bit confused and dazed, like what the heck just happened? It's more like a shock. Greg is catatonic. He's like, what did I just do? He thinks he's going to end up in debtor's prison at this point, right? He's going like, to get literally. sued. Yeah, yeah. He then says he normally only drives single-story buses, oh. and they just so happen to give him a double-story one today. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, my God. Oh, Greg. I felt so bad for him. Like, he was so nice. Oh, and God. It was awful. You could tell how horrible he felt. Oh, my God. But also, you all could have got decapitated. <laughs> if we we're facing the other way. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> oh, my God. My dad takes mum to the hospital and my brothers and I go back to the hotel. 
So our hotel was in Union Square, so right in the centre of everything. And we had no communication with my parents because my dad, of course, had the only phone. We hadn't heard from them all day. We didn't know what was happening with mum. And for some reason, we decided to watch a prison documentary as if we weren't stressed enough. Okay. (laughs) And then... We hear like a bit of a ruckus going on outside. So we take a look out the window and there's a SWAT team entering the hotel directly opposite out. Oh, (laughs) Oh, exciting. My God. Okay, opposite yours though, not your hotel luckily. Not our hotel, just directly opposite us. So we literally closed the blinds. We ran to the bed. Like we were too scared to move from then on. Yes. (laughs) At this point, were you thinking like, wow, these shows that they send to Australia don't really represent what this country is all about? Pretty much. Yeah. Were you having like cognitive dissonance? Like, wait, this place is a war zone. Yeah, exactly. Mom and dad come back. She's fine. They've done all the relevant scans and stuff. She's got some questionable memory these days, though. Don't know if that's related or not. Oh, God, Uh-oh, Greg. Greg, I know. I hope Greg doesn't know. I hope he does. I mean, I <laughs> no, can't. he already feels bad enough. We, okay. He doesn't even know about the like okay. residual. Yeah. Okay. I know. <laughs> and the tour company covered mum's medical expenses, so that was nice. Okay. Yeah. And then they also gave her a $300 Macy's voucher. So they did something. <laughs> did you say a Macy's facial? Voucher. Oh, voucher. 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 Yeah. I thought you said Macy's facial. <laughs> <laughs> As if, like, because of the injury. Like, let's go get your skin back together. Rehydrated. That's so random. A Macy's gift card. <laughs> oh, that is. It makes me think someone in the office just had it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. I'm so glad you guys are okay because you hear those stories about someone putting their hand out. Ruthie's whole foot was ripped off. You know that? From right. But at least it wasn't. Like, yeah. But sometimes but it was. Was, and they reattached it. Oh. Yeah. Sorry to, you had to hear that, Nicolette, about <laughs> no, the that's foot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just glad you're okay. <laughs> have you been back? Have you had a trip that redeemed all this? So I haven't been back to San Francisco. I don't think I'm keen to go back there. It's <laughs> <laughs> a wrap on San Francisco. <laughs> but I've been back twice now. Love the States. Awesome place. Okay. Woo. Because we almost lost you. Yeah. yeah. And I would not blame you for not wanting to come back here. I would think like this place is run by circus performers. It's also like, crazy because we're so obsessed with suing. I know. It's is weird that that happened. Totally agree. I guess you would presume that in such a litigious society, things would be safest here because people would be afraid, but I don't think that's the case. I think our incident rate of accidents is as high as anyone's, maybe worse. Nicolette, I'm glad mom made it. She's good. <laughs> yeah. Do you like how I said mom? Yeah, I yeah, heard yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Erasing the progress I had made with the German guest. Can I just say, Dax, yeah. Without a Paddle is literally one of our favorite movies ever. Oh. We watch it all the time. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. You know, it was shot right next door to you in New Zealand. Yeah. Have you toured New Zealand? I have. Yes. Yeah, so do any of those places look familiar, like Rotorua and the rivers? We went to Rotorua and we were told that you guys filmed parts there. So it was so cool. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. And I love you both so much. Like I listen to you guys almost every day. Oh. Thank you for doing this. And thank you for letting me have this opportunity as well. Oh, oh so our, nice our to pleasure. meet pleasure. Yes. Wonderful <laughs> meeting you. Take care. Go back to sleep. I will. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Wow, 3 a.m. We did not even think about that. I didn't. They're all over the world. Yeah, there's no way we would have been able to We're such American exceptionalists. Well, Well, we did this one slightly earlier to accommodate some people. Yeah, this is earlier I did notice. I was like, that's early. Yeah, we were mad with our exceptionalism. (laughs) (laughs) We were exceptionally mad about the start time. (laughs) Oh, my God. Her mom definitely could have been decapitated. To be totally honest with you, this might be controversial. I actually feel worse for Greg in this whole scenario, more than the mom. Like if I get clunked in the head by a bridge and then I don't have any brain damage, I go to the hospital, everything's groovy, versus I drove a vehicle into a bridge and injured a woman, I would be thinking about that for years. I guess I'm more sad about poor Greg. Okay. You don't think I should feel... I just don't, we don't, uh, yeah, no, it's fine. You, okay. you can, you okay. can. Okay, we'll have space for all of it. <laughs> we are supported by BetterHelp. Listen, I understand that sometimes you want to keep things to yourself, process your emotions in your own time. 
But if you keep everything bottled up, it can have some serious consequences. I have therapy on Saturday. I'm really looking forward to it. I had therapy this morning. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and it put me in the greatest mood. We had a long, big day, and I just felt much better for having Because you were, some... not to out you, you were a little grumpy going in. I was. I was. I was to <laughs> be specific. and I received some texts Yeah, morning. I was locked out of my therapy setting, <laughs> which is this attic. <laughs> <sighs> But then you felt much better after. I felt much better. And I even made some apologies. Um, Talking things out can be so helpful. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. Check out BetterHelp if you've been thinking of trying therapy. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for any reason for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Dax today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Dax. We are supported by ZipRecruiter. Are there some fantastic concerts coming to your city this summer? Mine too. In fact, Anderson Pack's playing at the Hollywood Bowl. I can't wait for Ooh, it. Ooh, that's exciting. If you want to be sure to see your favorite artist, you need to jump on it right away. I've already DM'd him saying, yes, I got to be in that front row. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Dax. Got your eye on a rock star candidate? ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We are supported by Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Mm. Myrtle Beach, I have so much nostalgia. Me too. I did a spring break in Myrtle Beach. Yes. Did you guys used to go there from Georgia? Yeah. It Mm. was a very common beach destination. Ugh. Long sun-drenched days, live music every night, and 60 miles of uninterrupted coastline to enjoy. The beach truly is where your best self comes out. Combine that with the irresistible aroma of fresh seafood, southern classics, and local low country cuisine from over 2,000 restaurants, and you've got yourself the perfect vacation. You belong at the beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. That's visitmyrtlebeach.com. Hello. 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 Do I pronounce your name Kaushik? Close enough. It's Kaushik. I was actually curious on how you guys are going to do that. (laughs) Yeah, Kaushik. I like that. Where are you from? Originally India from the southern part called Chennai. How Uh close to that is Kerala? So we are basically Florida and Georgia. Ah. Nice. The southern east side is Tamil Nadu, which is a state. Uh And the southern west is Kerala, which is another state. A lot of Padmans running around there? Yeah. Short (laughs) ones too. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you at currently? Right now living in Lone Star State in Dallas. Oh, Oh, no kidding. Just moved here a couple of months ago. From? New York City. From New York City. Okay. It's such a change. Oh, yeah. That's the culture shock for it sure. It is. Pros and cons. More space. Yeah. Have my own laundry unit. Okay. Boom. Have my own huge walk-in closet. Yes, yeah. that's good. A garage for car parking, too. Oh, okay. my God. Right. These are big, big improvements They're from New York. They're all house-related. But the food, far less options. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the public transportation sucks, too. And... Easier to be brown in New York City than Dallas, or do you not feel the difference? There's a huge South Asian population in Dallas. Wonderful. Monica, maybe you should get a vacation home there. Okay. 
Sure. To the point where wherever you go, I would say five out of 10 people are brown. Oh, no kidding. Oh, that's wonderful. Was that a surprise to you or did you expect that? Yeah, it was. I was expecting like a cowboy state. Like, oh, I'm going to come in here. All I'm going to see is people with hats, cowboy (laughs) boots. Yeah, all the women would look like Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, blonde hair, big boobs. (laughs) I was excited for that, but not (laughs) Okay, tell us about your terrible trip to the U.S. Obviously, your concurrent trip isn't the one we're going to talk about. This was my first trip. So just to give you guys a background, this was my first trip to the U.S. and first trip by myself too. I just turned 21 and this trip was not like a vacation. This was my trip that I am uprooting from India to come to the U.S. to do my master's degree. So basically this was me moving to another country completely. Oh boy. Okay. I got very lonely moving just from Michigan to California. I can't imagine (laughs) what it's like to move around the world. It was a shock, but I'm here. (laughs) And another thing is I'm a big dude. I am like six foot five inches tall. Wow. Wonderful. Yeah. You're seated, so I can't really tell. That's very tall for an Indian person. I know. I've got that a lot. Yeah. What a racist. It's not. I'm a lot. You were racist earlier and I'm not. Why that you would be so at home that half the people would be brown? Yeah. You don't like that. Okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah, I've got that a lot. They'll be like, oh, did you play basketball? I'm like, no, I grew up in India. We don't play basketball. We play cricket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. My itinerary was to land at JFK and then take another flight from JFK to Daytona Beach, Florida. That's where I was going to go to school for. We're three for three on Florida. Yes. You're the third person really? we've talked to about worst U.S. trips and all three now have started they in have Florida. To do Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What school <laughs> were you going to attend down there? It's called Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University. So I did my master's in aeronautical science. Aerospace. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that's what my bachelor's was. I was an aerospace engineer. Oh, wow. wow. Cool. I had a four-hour connection. I was excited that I was going to be in JFK. JFK, New York City, even though I knew I wasn't going to step out of the airport. (laughs) It just felt good to be in New York. We landed and the captain announced saying there was some sort of security issue at JFK and we weren't going to go to the gate until we get the clearance. So we were just sat down on the tarmac. And then this was me traveling for 24 hours, tired, jet lagged and all of that. So I decided to take a nap and I was woken up by people cheering and clapping. So I was like, okay. So we started moving and the captain announced, where are your seatbelts? We're moving. We got to the gate. We got down. Again, all my excitement is back on now. Like I'm going to JFK. As I stepped out of the aircraft onto the jet bridge, I saw a lot of security guards. This is not like just your regular cops. These were people with huge weapons, with bulletproof vests on, helmets on. You can't even see their face. They were like fully suited up. A SWAT team. SWAT team. Pretty much. But they had nothing written on it or anything. It was just completely black. Wow. So being so naive, I was like, okay, maybe this is how people are welcomed in the U.S. on an international (laughs) flight. By special forces. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, oh, they want to make sure all of them who are coming down are intimidated. (laughs) (laughs) No, who's boss? Welcome, but we're boss. That's pretty much what I thought. One of the security guards, I don't even know what to call them. Let's just say guards. One of those guards asked us, there's an active gunman at the airport. (gasps) Oh, my God. All of you guys kneel down. Oh, why did? let you guys off the plane. Being in aviation, I'm assuming the flight crews cannot be in the aircraft for a certain number of hours. Oh. So they might have timed out that they should go to the gate. Yeah, That's what I'm assuming, knowing what I know Jeez. now, but I don't know what happened there. Also, perhaps just flights are continuing to land and they can't have airplanes not at the gates. Yeah, it's probably overcrowded. So we got there. And then again, growing up in India, we have our own problems, but gun violence isn't one of those. So we weren't trained on what to do. So I had no clue whatsoever on what to do. I was so flustered. All my excitement freaking turned into fear. (laughs) Okay, okay. The guard again goes, you guys have to lay down completely flat. I'm playing a lot of scenarios in my head. I kneel down and then hear somebody scream (gasps) close to me. Oh. And my heart went out of the roof. I was like, okay. I'm going to die. I just moved out of my family and I'm going to die oh, before even seeing this New This is York. what I get for having <laughs> ambitious dreams. Are you starting to feel guilty? Like, oh, this is my punishment for wanting something. 
Pretty much. Yeah. I'm not oh. even kidding. At one point, I thought all my family is going to have to take care of my student loans now because I'm dead oh, now. Oh, my God. Yeah, my immigrant guilty consciousness went out of the roof. <laughs> yeah, and again, yeah. all of this was playing in my head. And then I turned around. This poor old woman had blood gushing out of her face. What? What? So what had happened was when I laid down flat, oh, I had kicked her oh. right behind ah. me. <laughs> and I had no idea I did that. Oh, no. Oh, no. You went from the victim to the assailant. Imagine being a brown man with a beard yes. at the airport oh, with people with fuck. weapons right in front of you. Oh, yes. my God. Oh, this no. This is awful. This is so dark to ask this, but do you think just because she was old, there was no resistance when your foot hit her face? Mush. It just kind of, yeah. <laughs> That you didn't even notice? For all it's worth, she could be like a 40-year-old looking like a 70-year-old. I don't okay, know. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, white people age a little differently than brown people. Racist, okay. <laughs> I yeah, can't continue. say that. <laughs> second, I said it. I second said it. infraction. I only have one infraction. You have two. Yours is times four. No. I didn't know what to do. And then I was super scared that I was not even just dead. Now I'm scared that they are not going to let me inside the U.S. They're going to detain me or send me back home because I accidentally broke somebody's face. <laughs> yeah, assaulted an elderly woman. <laughs> Oh my and God. then I waved at the guard. I told them I accidentally hit this woman. And they literally took that lady from where we were. And then that guard asked me to still lay down flat. Okay. That's nice. And again, we were still laying down flat for like 30 minutes. At that point, I'm assuming that guard had other things to worry about than me accidentally hitting somebody. Yeah, yeah. And that was the last time I saw that lady. And again, if she's listening now, I am extremely sorry. This wasn't intentional at all. Yeah, if you're listening and you were a part of an active shooter airport situation where you were then kicked in the <laughs> nose and escorted off by special forces. This apologies for you. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh my God. And she too, obviously, was returning from India. So she had been on a plane for 24 hours. Well, it's not India. So the connection is from India to Abu Dhabi and Abu Dhabi to the US. So she could just be in Abu Dhabi or she might be taking another flight from another country. Right. So I don't know. But I know she was white. Okay, okay that's then. helpful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That limits us. I guess it's down to 200 of the 300 million. The guard comes back uh, uh, and then says, all of you guys are good to go. Oh. That's it. No other communication. What? This was, again, 30, 40 minutes after. No communication on what happened with the gunman, what the scenario was, nothing. And I was also in a sense of shock that I was looking at him. He wasn't looking at me. But I was like, even me, after what I just did, I can go, walk away. Yes. I was shocked. You're like, this is a loosey-goosey country. You can come into the airport, active shooter. You can yeah. kick yeah. some people in the face. Coming from India, people usually scared that when you go through immigration, that immigration officer has all the right to send you back home. So again... With my anxiety, I was like, okay, the guard had told that immigration officer that I did something, so I'm going to go through immigration, and that immigration officer is going to catch me and then send me back home. <laughs> yeah. When you oh. stepped up to the immigration, you were probably sweating bullets. They thought you probably keistered like a brick of heroin or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow, but they let you in fine. They let me in fine. And did you feel like you really wanted to tell them, like, just so you know, I did kick a lady? Well, what if they said, what's your purpose on this visit? And you're like, I just wanted to break an old lady's nose. So I guess I can go home. I'm ready to go. <laughs> you have a mission accomplished. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. What an incredible story. And also, while all of this was happening, my family back in India, this is my first trip outside. So they're tracking my flight. They're trying to see where I was, if I made the connection or not. My parents are pretty tech savvy. So they tracked my flight on Google. It said my flight landed five hours ago, but I haven't communicated to them. So they are freaking the fuck out oh, that I am lost, oh I am dead God. or something. Sure. And then they try to see what's going on in New York. And then they see that there's an active gunman oh, there before I did. Oh, all their worst nightmares yes. of letting their baby boy oh. go. I know. And then they're texting all these family friends who are in the U.S. Like, oh, what's going on? What's going to happen? Oh. I put out that fire once I crossed immigration. I started Googling and then just talking to people around. I am not even kidding. There was no gunman. <gasps> I know this story, by the way. This was kind of a famous really? them shutting down JFK and there wasn't a gunman. Wait, then what they just thought? On that day was Olympics. And Usain Bolt was running his 100 meters and he broke this 9.81 world record. 
And then people are watching that at a bar, I'm assuming, and people were cheering and clapping. I don't know how or who heard it as a gunshot. Oh. And then oh. one led to the other. Right. Somebody <laughs> mentioned they actually saw a gunman. Oh. And then this rumor, false news just spread out. <laughs> And they shut down the whole airport and there was stampede at different terminals. And I was involved in that and it broke a poor lady's face. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe they heard the starter pistol of Usain Bolt taking right. off from the block, Or like a big clap. Some people clap Maybe really someone loud. broke their glass. They were oh, so, yeah. such a big fan of him. Wow. wow. You're so cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and this whole six foot five thing. Are you finding that the American gals love you here? The are Dallas you... gals. I am married now, but I had my fair. Okay. Uh... <laughs> okay, great. You Sam had a fun point. time. Yeah, I lived in New York too. Yeah. Oh, sure. It's easy pickings over there. <laughs> 12 million to pick from. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of sim uh, moments in this story too. So my dad texted me on August 15th of this year saying it's been seven years since you moved to the U.S. And then I was revisiting this moment. And then my wife sends me this prompt saying, worst trip to the U.S. you should put in oh. on that day. Wow. Oh my and then I put in that day. That is crazy. Very sim. Wow. Now, does just your wife listen to the show or do you listen to the show as well? She was the one who introduced me to the show. I'm a big fan of Formula One. So she sent me the Daniel Ricciardo episode. And then from that day, I have just been a big, huge fan. We listen to every episode together. Oh, And so she's right here, if you guys want to say hi. Yes! She's my technical support. Hi! Hi! I am such a huge fan. I don't know if y'all can hear me. Yes! Yes, and are you from Georgia or somewhere? Where are you from? I was born and raised in Texas. Texas! Texas. The great state of Texas. I'm from Austin, <gasps> so I know y'all love Austin. Yeah. We sure do. Where'd you meet this babe? Yeah, He's where'd... such a babe. I know, right? Yes. <laughs> I told him that Dax would probably comment on how good looking he is. <laughs> yes, and the whole six five of it all, I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, Thanks for boosting my ego, Dax. Oh. It's so funny because Indian people are known to be short. Exactly. And I'm five seven, which is pretty tall for an Indian woman. Very. Yes. And so my family has always been like, you're never going to find a husband that's taller than you. Wow. And I brought him home, so it was... Great. If you procreate, you might have the first Indian power forward in the NBA. Or yeah. WNBA. Or yes. WNBA. Great, great. Love Either that. or would work. But yes, this could be or a real. Or just a giant. First Indian giant. First Indian <laughs> giant. Yeah. That could be. I'm sure there's been them. Nope. I mean, we're going back. The Indus Valley. We're talking 6,000 years ago. They had to have produced a giant. Nope. No? Okay. I know there was one who was participating in the WWE who was like seven foot five or something. Oh, oh and there's also a very famous Indian bodybuilder. Uh, he was in one of my bodybuilding documentaries and he was not eating beef, which is most of these bodybuilders are eating six, seven pounds of beef a day. So it was harder for him. And I'm a vegetarian too. It's not slowed down your growth at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's so nice yes. meeting both of you. Thanks so much for that incredible story. Same here. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Take care, you guys. Bye. Okay, be well. Oh my God, I love them. Oh my God. Those love are it. some cute Indian people. Yes. <laughs> third time. That was the third time. They're just people, Monica. I'm allowed, no. Dax. This is the thing you don't understand. <laughs> no, you have to play by the exact rules I do you or you're feel a racist. like you can do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so funny. He was a great storyteller. Absolutely. What a left turn. You already have an A-plus story in that there's an active shooter at JFK. <laughs> yeah. And then you fucking karate he heard, kick. He heard a scream and it was because he Oh my God. And it, and it scared him. <laughs> he was the victim of his own <laughs> assault. God, <laughs> thinking about my dad coming here and it's like exciting. Ugh. The only thing you and I and Robbie have to compare it to is coming to California, but that's got to be Not like one close. tenth of the fantasy. You know what American culture is. Mm -hmm. It's yes, just yes. so different. Here's Jessica. Jessica. The parents, I cannot imagine. Can't even imagine oh. them at home. Your parents, yeah, <laughs> and they're one step removed. Exactly. Yeah. Hello. Hello. We don't see you. Hello. Hang on, I'm just gonna see that one little recording part. Are you New Zealandy? I'm in New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. Kiwi Nation. Oh, Yay! Hello. Now we can see you. What time is it there, Jessica? Oh my gosh, it's 6.07 a.m. Oh, wow. that's dreadful. Thank you for waking up so early. It's fine. I'm an early bird. Oh, okay, great. Okay, and do you know David? We have to do ask. Do you know David Ferrier? Listen, I actually used to work where he worked. Uh -huh. No! I'm in Auckland and I used to work at the same network that 
he used to work at. I was in sales. He's obviously was a cool guy, a journalist, so I didn't really have anything to do with him. And he's also got face blindness, so yeah. um, he wouldn't have recognized me. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you because I asked him. He does not have female body blindness. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I think he can remember people's figures. Okay, good. Well, I was 25, so I was kind of a little bit more top-notch than maybe he recognized me. <laughs> <laughs> so Jessica, you had an ill-fated trip to the US? I was nervous this week because I was thinking, well, it's not a really terrible story, but it was a crazy story for our first experience in arriving in the States. Just to set the scene, this is in 2014, my husband and I were on our honeymoon. We hadn't left the country really apart from Australia and Fiji, which is three hours away from us. The culture is pretty similar. So we went in a little bit naive about, I guess, the bigness. That is the USA. Yeah, yeah. So we were flying into LA. We arrived at 6 a.m. and it was dead quiet. Okay. We went really fast through customs. We came out through the other side and I thought, okay, there's going to be taxis lined up. There's going to be everything waiting for us. And then literally there was nothing. Is that normal? None of that's normal. Normally it's quite busy. Normally it takes forever to get to LA's border is the worst of all the airports I've landed in. This is all weird. We were just looking around being like, okay, well, how do we get to our hotel here? Keep in mind, Uber was relatively new, I think, and especially in New Zealand. We're a little bit of a late adopters. We're walking around looking for how we could get out of this airport. We just go find a phone book and literally out of nowhere, this man appears He's in a nice suit. Uh-oh. And he says, are you guys looking for a ride? Oh, no. And we said, oh, my gosh, we are. Mm. And he says, <laughs> oh, I'm a driver. I have my car in the car park. Oh. Would you like a ride? We had been traveling for about 17 hours, oh. I think, by this point, And we just thought, that sounds great. Trusting Kiwis. You know, when I'm at home, if someone said they were a taxi driver and offered me a ride, I wouldn't question it, right? I would just go, yeah, there's no real need to query the intention. Uh-oh. Oh, God, America. <laughs> Here's a big Escalade. So I think the truth is he is a driver in some capacity. Yes, yeah. this is what they do sometimes. They're there on a run. They drop someone off. They're like, hey, I could probably pick up another 60 bucks before I get my next call. Yeah, 60 bucks would have been lovely. Uh-oh. We jump in the car, get all our stuff in. He says, where are you guys going? We say, we Hollywood was staying at the standard. We start driving out of the airport and he says, by the way, you're really lucky. This used to be Michael Jackson's personal car that I drove him around in. Wait, what? And my husband's a big MJ fan. He was like, what? And we were like, wow, that's so cool. It's already happening. You're coming to Hollywood. You're already sitting where Michael Jackson sat. This is perfect. We're thinking, whoa, we've scored, right? (laughs) Yes, And he's saying, yeah, yeah, I drove him for years and years. And here, take a look at this video. Uh Uh-oh. So we think, oh. He said, this is when we got swarmed by the paparazzi and we were stuck in a car park. Now, I thought we'd be seeing a video from the inside of a car, right? Right. That would make sense. Yeah. He, however... Passes us a phone, it's a TMZ video of a car being swarmed. Michael Jackson is in the car, but he is definitely not the driver. Oh, okay. And you can tell. You could tell. It was a completely different person. So he <laughs> says, you know, look at me there. I'm stuck in the car. <gasps> oh. We can't get out. We were there for an hour. Like, tells this elaborate story. And my husband and I look at each other like, he's not right. <laughs> oh, or he's God. had massive facial reconstructive surgery. Everything was different. Okay. Changed his skin color, maybe. Ethnicity, <laughs> everything yeah. was different. Wow. <laughs> right, right. A full reboot. Page one <laughs> okay, rewrite. Okay, but Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. That's right. Skin, he already so. had a reboot. We decide, just sort of like telepathically, we're going to go along with this because we're now locked in this car. So we just nod and say, okay, great. We've got all our bags in the boot or trunk. We don't want to risk losing everything for our six-week trip. I then ask, how far is it to um, Hollywood? And he says, oh, we're not going to Hollywood. It's far too early for you to check in. And I said, we can just drop our bags and go for breakfast. And he says, no, 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 no. We're only on your way in Malibu now. I'm going to take you on a big tour. <gasps> no. No. Oh, my no, no, no. God. Oh, my God. Oh. We say, oh, we don't need that. We're really tired. We just want to go to the hotel. He said, oh, this is the perfect time. There's no traffic. You're not going to get out to Malibu any other way. And my husband goes, how much more is this going to cost us? Because we hadn't even really talked about price. And he goes, don't even worry about it. You're new to the country. We're going to drive around. Oh, Oh, I'm so, I have so much anxiety. (laughs) We head to Malibu and on the way there, he says, listen, let me pass you my personal photographs of my time with Michael. Also, my time with Slash. I was his driver from Guns N' Roses. I used to babysit his kids. You can look through that album. 
And then we think, maybe he just looks different because if he's got a personal album, he passes us a clear file. And within that, a magazine cutouts of Michael Jackson. Oh magazine cutouts Lord. of Slash. This is very scary. Yes, this is a crazy person. Yeah. My husband and I are just staring at each other like, oh my God, what have we done? Like, what is going to happen here? And I start getting quite panicked. I'm a bit of an overthinker. Yeah. I jump to the worst. I think we're going to be killed. Yeah. We're going to be a headline. First time travelers <laughs> yeah. killed yeah. an hour within arriving in LA. Murdered by Michael Jackson's maybe driver. Oh. Yeah. Did you know about 911? Yes. Okay. But I didn't want to escalate anything prematurely. I was just writing about this. So when you're in these situations where, well, especially like violent ones, you would think you'd be like, oh my God, this is terrible. I'm getting shoved around. But really your brain goes, thank God I'm not getting hit. So I just got to prevent this from escalating to getting hit. And if you're getting hit, you go, we just can't get choked to death. You would just immediately- You level it. Yes. It was so weird how my husband and I were communicating in a way without words of just sort of looking at each other and going, we are just appeasing the situation. We're just going to nod along because really I felt like my life depended on it. He felt like we're going to get robbed, right? So he didn't really ever feel physically threatened where I thought we did. You know, we play along with the photos, mm. which are literally magazine cutouts. <laughs> oh, and maybe a signed headshot from Slash, but I feel like you don't have to have worked for Slash mm -hmm. to get a signed headshot. No. no. And we pull up in this... I guess it's a driveway. It's sandy. It's a bit dusty. And he says, look, there's a walkway straight down there. Walk down there and you'll be at Suzanne Summer's house. And it's kind of apparent to me he's got quite an obsession with the 90s. I was right. just going to say he is stuck in the 90s. <laughs> By the way, you're in Malibu. Like Leonardo DiCaprio's there, but he's taking you to Suzanne Summer's. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, step by step. Okay, I remember that show. It's like one of those things where if I was watching someone do this, I would be saying, why are you going to walk down that track? Also, then now you can get out. Yeah. So we think we can get out because we can't open it from the inside. So he lets us out and we just start walking. I catch up to my husband. I'm like, what are we doing? How do we get out of this situation? And he says, all our stuff's in the back. I don't know. Like, do we just cut our losses? And we're having this little back and forth. And then I hear him in the background say, easy money, easy money. And he's spoken to someone that he can see, but we can't see. And that is the moment where I go, I'm going to get shot in the head. I just panic and I stop. And I say, I don't care about Suzanne Summers. And the guy says, <laughs> okay. I don't care about <laughs> No disrespect to Suzanne, but just in that moment, that's not what you She's care lovely. about. She's lovely. I just was like, I have to get to the car. So I turn around and start going back. And my husband catches up and he's like, what are you doing? I was like, he's going to kill us. He just said easy money. And he says, he's not going to kill us. Calm down. The man is waiting back by the car at this point. And I said, I just want to get to the hotel. This is really far out of where we're meant to be. This feels strange. And he's like, okay, okay, calm down. Like you're yeah, lame. You, yeah, it's yeah. you. Yeah, like now I'm the crazy weird, <laughs> yeah. weird girl. Yeah. <laughs> we get back in the car because really there's not much other choice, right? Oh. I guess there is, but at the time there's not much other choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I've had my little irrational moment of like, I'm going to die and then I've calmed down that I haven't died. So we get back in the car, we start driving, and he says, but do you know what? We're so close to Mel Gibson's house. And my husband goes, no, mate, take us to the hotel. And he says, but you can see the big cross from the Passion of the Christ. Apparently on his front lawn, there was a big giant cross. Yeah, I think he even has his own church up there somewhere. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. And he doesn't listen. He drives us all the way up there. Oh. And then he says, okay, now we'll go to Hollywood. I'm like, oh my God, thank God. So we're driving to Hollywood and then he fakes a phone call. And no, it's fake. The phone does not ring. It does not light up. He just picks it up and he goes, hey, Michael. And I think, oh, oh. my God, he thinks Michael's alive. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. Oh. oh, my God. He goes, no problem, no problem. I can drop that off. Just one side of conversation we can hear. There's no other voice coming through. <laughs> he hangs up and I go, was that Michael Jackson? <laughs> Just like <laughs> testing the lunacy. He goes, no, Michael Bolton. <laughs> so he's pulled in oh another God. 90s reference. <laughs> He and Kenny G are having breakfast and he needs his attache case. He says, Michael Bolton, I drive for him sometimes. He's left his passport in the car. And he says, and you know what? I've just had a good idea. We're not going to go to the hotel yet. 
We're going to go to the Hollywood Cemetery where all the stars are buried. And you will be buried there too. And I thought (laughs) this is maybe where we actually die. At this point, my husband's getting quite agitated and he's like, just take us to the hotel. He might have said a few other things as well, but he was just getting quite agitated. I was so anxious. And he says, but this is your only opportunity. You're in Michael Jackson's car. Only celebrity plates are allowed in that cemetery. Oh, my God. It's an invisible gate. Invisible gate? Yeah. As you drive in, (laughs) only if you have number plates that are celebrity, you're allowed access. We get to the cemetery. We were just so over this, so tired, so hungry, so airplane yucky, you know, just wanted to get out of the car. I remember this. My husband doesn't remember, but I remember him going, beep, beep. Like making a beep with his mouth oh. as if he was getting the special access. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, it had scanned the plates and oh access was God. granted. <laughs> However, at this point, people are up and on their morning walks and stuff like that. And there are other people around that cemetery. And he's driving through. And then he gets a bit disheartened because we're not amazed. And we feel his mood shift. And yeah. that's when I get a lot more anxious. Yeah. And so I flip into people pleaser. Wow. Oh my gosh. Is that Marilyn Monroe's feeling that I need to pick his spirits up in order for us to kind of get out of the situation? Look, I know I'm one track mind. Everything goes through my filter and I always think this, but I have to say, my guess is this guy was high when he got you and his high is starting to fade and he's turning agitated because the whole thing feels very fucking druggy. Right up to this point. And the fact that now he's turning but feels is it, right. It feels more than druggy because of the like cutouts. I feel like that's more than just drugs. Yes, agreed. But the idea in his mind, and he was able to sell it as so positive that we're going to Malibu, that part is what feels very druggy. Right. Like, yeah, who gives a fuck? Let's go to Malibu. Like, we're in this car. Let's do this. Maybe to your point, he's coming down or something and he says, fine, let's go to your hotel. He pulls up by the standard. He doesn't go all the way up. And he just says, okay, guys, that's going to be $500. Oh, my oh God. My God. That's pretty much all the cash that we have gotten out to have the first part of our trip. My husband goes, for what? And he says, I just gave you an exclusive tour. You went to Malibu. You went to Mal Gibson's. You had the chance to see Suzanne Summer's house. You went had exclusive access to the Hollywood Cemetery and you're in Michael Jackson's car. I've shown you my personal photographs of oh Michael Jackson. This is a tour that not everyone can get. And we pay him the money. Yeah. Uh, you just, at yeah. that point, you're like, I'd pay a million dollars to be out of this to. situation. Yeah. Just get to out. get out of this situation. And he pulls up closer to the hotel at this point. He unloads us all. He like peels off. We're left standing there with our bags, just sort of like, what happened? This bellboy comes over, like a real LA long hair, like, hey, (laughs) wow, you came. I think he called it a town car. Are you in a town car or something like that? (laughs) And we tell him the story and he just goes, oh, dude, you should have got an Uber. (laughs) Oh, my Thanks, brah. I just was like, is this what America is now? The whole trip, we were so on guard. We didn't really try. Trust anyone. We yeah. Ubered everywhere. We didn't get taxis. We had to have it on the app. In my hindsight, I wonder if he just really saw us coming. He maybe does this hustle. Yeah. He believes that people will believe these are his personal photos. He gets you a little bit scared enough that you're not going to really like fight up against him. And then he gets a really good payday. Or to your point, he was a bit high and thought this could be quite fun and he could make some money. Well, I mean, the fact that he was kind of hanging around the international terminal is a little telling that it's probably a scam. I think it's a hustle that he does. I mean, he has an Escalade. We lost Jessica. Oh, no. I think I've lost you. We didn't get to say goodbye. Boy, sad we lost Jessica right at the moment we were concluding, but we did get the The entire story. story, Oh, my God. (sighs) She started off by saying this isn't that bad, but just crazy. But that is bad. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. Full-blown scammed. Oh, man. I've been in many of those. You have? 
Yes, when you go downtown to buy drugs, uh, you well, end up with people on weird sure. trips and you're like, what is happening? Why are we going to this house? Sure. When is the person going to show up with this or that? Yeah, I mean, that's a tricky thing because you know you're entering a situation where people don't have all their wits. Yes, but in general, if you ask anyone downtown at 3 a.m. for drugs, odds are they too are drug addicts. So they're like, yeah, this is going to be my way of getting free drugs. And they're saying, yes, I know a guy, but they might really need to check four or five different places. They're just as lost as you are. Yeah. yeah. I guess, I mean, if you know you're in the drug game, I guess you know you're expecting you have to some, expect uh, some craziness. Yes, yeah. true, true. But wow, but not her. No, She's just trying to no. She's have laying fun bright, at LA. Bright and early at LAX. <laughs> the hustle's one thing. That feels kind of standard, to be honest, like getting this car, it's off the books. It's the Michael Jackson. Exactly. It's the photos in the car. It's Suzanne Summer. Well, it's one thing if they just drive you to the place and then say it's $500. Yeah. Because that's the normal scam. Mm -hmm. But to take you all over the fucking city, say beep, beep, you have special (laughs) access to this invisible gate. Yes. And then the cutouts. There's almost like a weird like stalkery piece. Like maybe he does believe that he was friends with them yeah oh, oh boy scary. i hope he's not operating a town car anymore in la those were really good stories they really were on behalf of everyone here in this wonderful country i love the united <laughs> states we do apologize for these visits you four had but keep coming keep on coming all right love you bye do you want to sing a tune or something we have a theme song oh okay great we don't have a theme song for this new show, so here I go, go, go. We're gonna ask some random questions, and with the help of our Jerry's, we'll get some suggestions. On the fly, rhyme dish. On the fly, rhyme dish. Enjoy. <laughs>